Hey guys, welcome back to Exile Citizens. This episode I'm super excited to share with you. It's a conversation I had with my friends Philip and Zane after the Commission the City tours that we did with our Fire and Fragrance DTS. We went across America meeting in living rooms and we just wanted to debrief and share how that experience was. I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, no, I wouldn't say we're interviewing. Okay. I would more so say... Conversation. Yeah, I just, we had talked about, like, talking about tour in America, and now that we've kind of been back a week, it's just, I want to do it while it's still fresh. Um, all right, you all down to get started? Yeah? Uh. Well... Let's start with introductions. Are we recording? Yeah. Go ahead and just tell your name and a fun fact or anything that you think these listeners would want to hear. So good to hear. Uh, Zane, please, you go first, please. Yeah. Um, my name is Zane Nix. That's my last name. Uh, I work with Gail, school leading in Kona, basically overseeing uh, discipleship mission schools. Um, yes. And uh, a little interesting fact, I drive a 1993 Ford Ranger. Cool car. 4x4. It's got nice tires on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I drive a truck that's exactly as old as I am. What color well, is it? 28 and it's 28. It's red. Wow. It's a dull red. It's not even a gloss red. It's a, uh, it's a matte red. Like Dang. a pastel even? Uh, almost. Mm. Almost. Not quite, but almost. Not pastel, but not like It's like on bright. its way to pastel. Yeah. So Philip Dodge and I work with the teams that we do mobilization through the, the vehicle of doing worship gatherings. Here's the deal. What I do on this campus is the same thing you do, Zane. Love people. And that's what this is about. Are you thirsty, Zane? I th should we just, uh, one, two, three? Oh, I missed it, Zane. My finger couldn't oh, get underneath. No. There it is. Just crack open a couple of cold LaCroix. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Or as I want to give a shout out to Nathan. He mm -hmm. bought us these. Unless I that's Nathan cash Updike with an I. Uh, I'll I'll cash app him. Okay, Not so now, thank you, Zane. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> this is the best intro. Oh, so what yeah. has been going on? Go back to, back to you, Gail. No, basically, Zane, Philip, and myself were throwing down and a bunch of people for the Commission the City tours. But I kind of want to just like share testimonies or kind of share like the background of why we did them and how they went. So I feel like Philip, you should expand on your heart for America, oh. like what God is saying about America, what people listening to this can like have hope for, why we did these tours, any of any, any of the of above, that? yeah. Wow, what a question. Um, so essentially, right now, um, all across America, specifically talking about the different nations, but America. We have so many different denominational lines um, and so much wild diversity that's probably not the best in the sense of no one's wanting to get along in a lot of circles. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, literally parallel with all of that happening right now is the ability to see that grassroots movements of believers from yeah. all across America 
It doesn't even matter what denomination they come from, are wanting to unite, to worship, to pray, and to actually share the gospel and train people. Yeah. And so right now, the chatter is beginning to be more outward-focused than inward-focused. And so Kona, YWAM Kona, is wanting to do our part to actually step into how can we not only come alongside and encourage, but help train the yeah. Church of America. Mm-hmm. And so our best way to do it is to stay in our wheelhouse, which is talking about both um, local, but predominantly global um, missional yeah. endeavors. And so we're doing that by doing worship gatherings around the presence of Jesus, just like every other Christian hopefully is doing around America. But our, our main focus is that we would gather in living rooms and ultimately it can be bigger, but the, the ethereal living room, a place to gather yeah. and then to talk about missions and talk about Matthew 28, the Great Commission, and to actually dream how can we finish this? How can we complete this task yeah. and do it together as family? Yeah. Does that kind of give a little yeah, bit Yeah, that's fun? really good. I'm talking all over. And I think what was cool is that, like, normally for a YWAM DTS, like, you send to the nations. And so this was, like, all of our teams went to America. But Zane, you were kind of, like, you kind of had the vision to send our teams there. Yeah. I mean, In the summer. In the you kind of, like, had this idea. Let's go. Uh, I mean, I, I believe I was one of many, but yeah. uh, I, I more or less... You know, we run these discipleship schools every year and believing, you know, for so many of the things that Phil was talking about internationally. Um, last year we went to uh, 27 countries, 37 yeah. teams, and that's typically the story. In fact, the school that's running right now has 16 teams that are going to all, all kinds of different nations. But but in this weird lens of coronavirus um, and us not knowing what is and isn't possible, what borders are and aren't open, and... Uh, trying to trying to figure that that all out, going dang God, what are you saying? And initially, even I was scared. I actually said no, I I don't want to start yeah. a school because yeah. uh, I was we were like, no. I was nervous. Uh, I remember like talking to actually you about it, Gail, in the uh, DTS office, yeah. and us um, chatting back and forth, and being like, heck no, I don't want to run a school in the middle of coronavirus. It's going to be way too much, uh, way too many quarantines, way too many masks, way too many people frustrated. Um, yeah, and I don't want to do it. But then. Uh, through a longer story than we have time for now, but uh, just got struck with faith that God did want to run a school and say, okay, God, if you want to do this, what do you? how do you want to do it? And I began to think about Philip and how the Lord had brought Philip from circuit riders out to Kona to fire and fragrance with the word of bringing circuits. Yeah. And so this, this idea of going overly grassroots, like we're already pretty much grassroots. We're about right. the, the least polished you can be. But we went, we went overly grassroots. We're going, taking it from like, like, uh, polished gatherings to gritty living rooms and going like, wow, there's a message of missions that we have this unique window where everyone is stuck at home. And if we go and meet them in their homes yeah. to go release the, the Matthew nine, that the, the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. Yeah. Um, and we just went for it. Actually, I remember sitting down with, with you, Phil, on the, the, uh, the back porch of, of Painstall's house, I looking at the sunset. And we just, I, 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 it's almost like I whispered the idea to you. Like, I felt like so nervous. It was becoming like it could be something real before it was even buzzing around. And we just began to intercede and pray, God, release the, the tours across America. Release mm. them across America. It was a crazy time. Yeah. It was a crazy time. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm on a podcast. That's fine. <laughs> yes, that was a crazy time. Right? And I want to comment on that. No. You can um, comment on it. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I think it really was a moment to 
I don't want to pretend like this hasn't been done before. No, no, not at all. Not and, at all. But and we're that just, there weren't, and just side note, that there weren't other leaders that were spearheading as much or more than than, than yeah. us. Totally. You know, you know, Je- Jeff Mathis just screaming Jeff. through this. Shout thing. out Johnny, Jeff. Johnny. Andy. And yeah, so and many, so of many guys. people. All of it was literally like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that whole squad. So I think the, the, the real question was, we've we've seen all of this fruit in America and we're, we're, we're actually believing for a great, the word, right? If we go back to the word, the word that Christy Brent, Brian Brent, the whole, and then and all of Wyoming leadership prayed about was, Lord, is it really going to be, are you saying, are you actually saying 200,000 cent and 80 million saved mm. from America's shores? Yeah. And that word has been embodied and embraced for so long now. And for us, it's like, okay, what are we actually doing to go after this word from Kona? Yeah. The word wasn't just for people and our friends and the sister school, training school that's yeah. happening in Huntington Beach. Yeah. It's part of for us. It's part of other YWAM bases. Yeah. It's actually part of Antioch Church Movement. All these different right. movements happening. But specifically, that if you're a part of the YWAM umbrella, God gave us the word that we would see 200,000 raised up and sent to the mission field. Yeah. And 80 million saved. So with that being said, what were we doing for mission mobilization? Yeah. There wasn't a lot of mission mobilization. And it hasn't been that way till recently since the time of Keith Green, the memorial tour yeah. that Lauren Cunningham did to honor Keith Green yeah. right after Keith Green died in a plane crash. Yeah. And so now God is raising up missions mobilization again from Kona from HB and a few other places and the whole premise is that we could actually begin to see real movement of people being trained and sent to yeah. the nations. Yeah. I think that would be so coming on the heels of that, we asked what's our part to play in that? Yeah. Right. And that's what we began to ask. And we said, Well we could run a DTS, we can run these programs and we can we have over twenty thousand YWAM alumni that we can connect with just from Kona alone. And of course we're going to reach out to them because we love this family. Mm. And they, I, if they knew what we were doing, they would want to be a part of it. So that's when we began to say, man, it's time to really cultivate family once again. Yeah. And yeah. begin to connect and link arms all across America unto the nation. And, yeah. And on that, that... Uh, Go ahead, Zane. Please, Zane. Please, share. <laughs> on, on that, it's... Um, that was one of the things that made it such a special year, actually, was it felt like... Um, an all hands on deck moment, totally. you know, we, we, here in Kona, there's so many departments from a huge campus coming together. But then further than that, we're, you know, all like we've multiple YWAM bases across the mainland, uh, multiple different church movements, you know, people popping their heads into, into upper room, popping their heads into the square. Uh, you know, we were at an Antioch church at one point, um, just, I mean, just multiple any, different denominations. Yeah, so many streams so just, just throwing networks. Down. The number of families who brought us into their homes was remarkable. Yeah, so yeah. many families putting roofs over us. 100, 174, 174 maybe, maybe or more. Less than that, but Gathering. well, no ho- houses though. I would say at least oh, yeah, that many so houses. many homes. So, yeah. hosting us literally. Um, just the connections so being made. It was like wild. one body of Christ movement across America couldn't have been yeah. done without everybody it's included. Um, yeah, it's special. It's really special. Yeah. Was there a moment when you guys were like visiting teams, like a testimony of someone at one of the gatherings, like being like gripped for nations or like a testimony that was like a favorite moment that you had? It's mm. a great question. Yeah. I would say. Is this about tours at all? 
Yes. This is about tours. Yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a British man named Richard. <laughs> Richard, Richard. Say hello, Richard. A little comment. Oh, who is it? It's a recording. Oh. It's whoever listens. Okay. It was awesome. <laughs> Richard was one of our <laughs> tour leaders. Richard, I was at some of the events with Richard, and he preached, and his message was amazing. Maybe Richard. Well, Gail was an incredible school leader. Okay, Richard. <laughs> oh Richard. Maybe is there was there a moment that you saw? A student or someone on the tours on your on the tour trail you guys were on to get marked by the Lord to say yes to missions. Was there a specific oh, moment? Oh yeah, 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 totally. That night, the the night, the last night of the of the tour when we were doing the sending, it was like a night of incredible. I've never in my thirty-five years in ministry <laughs> seen the Holy Spirit show up in such a powerful way. To send people into missions. Wow. wow. Honestly, I've never, I've never seen that before. And I said you, that to you. Remember on the night, what Richard? You, you've served for over thirty-five years. Yes. You planted the the Las Vegas YWAM base. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. You, you're the most dapper of us all, and you're saying that was one of the first moments you've seen that. Uh, in terms of the Holy Spirit presence to turn to be there to send people into missions, it mm. was like it was almost like people were so pent up because. They, I mean, they enjoyed it, and it was a wonderful blessing. And the, but they've been faithful. It was like the Lord's reward to them was now I'm going to send you to the nations. Wow! Wow! And it was like this wild, wild. I mean, I'm praying for people, and they're they're falling down in the spirit, left and right, left and wow. right. Wow! Because the presence of God was on them to send to the nations, and I was just like going, go, 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 <laughs> go. You've got to go. You've got. They're like, oh. <laughs> and it was like it was wild. It that's was just with our wild. students alone. That was just with our students. But it happened oh, okay. all across America yeah. as well, from oh, living yeah. room to living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. People's family. I mean, there yeah. was uh, one of our friends, a mom in particular. She was actually she. I won't say her name, but she was she's from Pennsylvania, and our our team stayed with her and her mm-hmm. her family. Yeah. And mm-hmm. by the end of it, she was just saying, "Man." Every every parent that knows anything about missions for their students, like every parent that sends YWAM students or students to YWAM, rather, yeah. every parent needs to have this missional message inside their home. Yeah, as well. just get to see and it. And she was so marked that she actually came out to visit at the graduation of the yeah. school house, so. to go back and say, "Can you please come again?" To our town, yeah. we want to keep doing. Well, if you're talking about people, sorry, on the on the tour, yeah, tons of times. Like the night the girl was with us. Yeah. And that night where it was a Bible school. Where were you? That was in Ventura. And it's a Bible school. And they totally have very similar DNA to Fire and Fragrance. Extremely similar. But if you can imagine it, they were revivalists but didn't have any concept of long-term missions. Or the 1040 window. They had zero. And if you can imagine that, yet they're in a Bible school for two years and they do it, or three years. And then... I literally preached on it and 1040 and the going to the nations and they were like, we have never heard this no before. Way. We have never heard anything like this before. And they were so stirred to go. So stirred to go. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, it was amazing. So, well, that was yes. a tidbit from yeah. Richard himself. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. You're Thank welcome. you, Richard. Enjoy your coffee. Yeah. Back to you, Zane. Zane, did you have a moment or a person or something that stood out? Well, I mean, we've, we've like just have we touched on the tours a bunch. Like, I just thinking about like what was cool about these as well is that uh, we didn't just do a gathering. We we usually do a follow up, and um, 
you know, whoever wanted to join us, we'd hit the streets to evangelize. Yeah. Uh, there was one particular guy that, um, as I was with our only team in Hawaii, <laughs> we, uh, um, we were out evangelizing together and we we're walking through the mall and I just felt like, dang, I, I want to, I want to share the gospel with someone who's not as low hanging fruit as, uh, as, uh, no, it's okay. As low hanging fruit as we usually go for, I feel like there's a temptation when you're evangelized and go for like, you know, maybe I'll just go sit with, with the homeless or I'll go, go, you know, sit with like, I don't know, whoever's just like chilling at the park or I, I don't know what yeah, it may yeah. be, but I, but I, there's a temptation to go for the easiest ones. Not to say that we don't need to, they're amazing. But I, I walked into this mall and I thought, God, I want to share the gospel with someone who I'm scared to share the gospel with. Um, so I said, I'm just going to look for the most intimidating guy that I can find. So I, I just walked around and I wouldn't talk to anybody until I, I felt intimidated. That was just my, my goal that day. I just walked around and I see yeah. this guy. That must have been hard for you to do, Zane. Oh, I'm not typically intimidated, but I was, I was like, I really want to come out of myself right now, you know? So I'm, I find this guy who's just tattooed from his fingertips all the way up his arms, all the way up his neck, and then on his face. Um, and uh, I, I'm like, that's the guy. And I said, that's the guy. Like, <laughs> this, and he just, he just looked like a tough dude. You know, he's just super built, like muscular dude and was chilling and kind of glaring it kind of I don't know how anybody can like chill on the side of a room and just glare but he just was glaring and and so I walked up to him and and I said hey bro uh uh love your hand tats uh I just want to say that's a real bird happening. <laughs> that's a real bird in a real tree and this that, is really Hawaii um <laughs> thank you thank you and I I, I literally I say I say great hand tats and uh he's like he looks at me he goes what'd you say to me and I was like, uh, I like your hand tattoos. Um, <laughs> and hand your hand tattoos. And uh, he says, um, he says, oh, thanks, bro. Come look, come look at him. And he like invites me closer yeah. to look at his hand tattoos. So I'm looking at his hand tattoos and I go, oh, man, I, I just don't think I have the clout to have hand tattoos like this. The clout, yeah. Uh, and, he, and it's so funny. This guy's the most intimidating guy at the mall is all of a sudden encouraging me. He's like, no, no, you just got to keep going. Get more tattoos and you'll get to where you have the clout. And I was like, wow, so strange that this guy's encouraging me right now. But as he describes his hand tattoos to me, um, he's talking about how one of them is his son's name. And I was like, man, you must love your son so much. And he's like, oh, so, so, so much. And I don't remember exactly what he says, but, but, but something in the realm of, of, of more than I can, can tell you. I love my son. And I said, man, have you ever realized, when I just kind of cold intro, have you ever realized that that's how much God loves you? Dang. And uh, he goes, what? I go, God, the one who created you, that's how much he loves you. And he's like, no, I've never thought about that before. And I was like, do you, do you know Jesus? He goes, well, I, as a kid, I went to a church a couple of times. Uh, but I, I, not, not really. And I said, well, have you ever heard the gospel? Have you ever heard just the simple gospel of who Jesus is? And he says, no, I've, I've never, never heard the gospel. And kind of a cool side note is I would say 90 to 95% of the people we evangelize to on this tour, um, that's their, their response. That would be their response. I've never heard the gospel. In, in America, like all across America, I've never heard the gospel. And you always think like, oh, I don't need to share it because people have yeah. heard it. Yeah. And, so, and it's, and it's, it's just the instinct too. Yeah. 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 And people have a little cross necklace, maybe a little cross tattoo, whatever right. it is. And you just go, no, maybe I'll just like try to pray for something. No. What's crazy is we're living in a generation that is the first unreached people group America has ever seen. That we, we our, our generation Z and the end of the millennial generation is, is coming up as the first unreached people group that they're just have not been raised knowing the gospel. 
so I, I begin to share with this guy, you know, just so simple, like just, just, uh, you know, creation, fall of man, uh, the wages of sin, the cross, um, the gift of God and, uh, God's eternal promise, heaven here on earth and, and eternity with him. And I begin to share that with him. And as I, as I'm talking to him, uh, he, he stops me and he goes, bro, I have chills all over my body right now. <laughs> and I was like, Oh good. And he goes, pray for me or something. Wow. <laughs> and, um, he says, so like pray for me or something. <laughs> and so, so I like go, okay, I, I will, I will, but I want to give you an opportunity. And I just ask him, do you want to, do you want to give your life to this God? Do you want to hand your life over to him? And he goes, I absolutely want to give my life to this, to this God. And, wow. and so he gives Come his on. life to Jesus as they're standing there in the mall, the most intimidating guy I could find that day. Uh, and I pray for him. And then I was like, man, you, you need to pray for your son now. So he just began to intercede with the, for his son. And the two of us just prayed together. They're wow. standing in the mall. But, but that was the craziest thing is that uh, the harvest is so ripe in America and it's so different yeah. than we think that it is. True. We think that they already know and it's too hard. Right. But it's actually the opposite of both of those. Yeah. They don't know and they're hungry to be told. That's true. Wow. That was what was so confronting to me all across America. I mean, what, how many states? 15, 14 states that I was personally in and that was this case everywhere. Wow. Yeah. They don't know yeah. and they're hungry to be told. Totally. Come on. 100%. That's so good. Yeah, I guess generally, like, now that we're on the tail end of, like, our outreach, what do y'all feel like God is saying or, like, about America, like you're saying, like people don't know and they're hungry. Like, what do you feel like the word of the Lord is after like entering in? We're you know early on in 2021. Like COVID's almost been around a year now, and like such a interesting shaking year. Like, where do we believe God is taking us as a nation, as body of Christ? Phil, you want you want me to share first? Yeah, maybe? I want you to share first, though. Oh my my. Wait, ask the question one more time, like, Dion, what, please. What, like, what do you think overarching over the nation or the generation, like, we're heading as the body of Christ within America? That's a that's a big question. Um, or any, like, takeaways we were like, this no. is what God's speaking to me about the trajectory of where we're headed. Just observing what's happening across America is Zane's so right that there's so many people... I don't know. I don't know the percentages, but so many people, probably majority, don't know the gospel at all. Yeah. They just know the the Christian symbols. Yeah. Of the cross, or maybe the fish, or anything to do with like the Catholic faith at yeah. some level, and they they can recognize church buildings, but they've never stepped foot in it. And so there really is a whole generation, um, definitely Gen Z, and Gen Z started in, let's say like nineteen. 99 2001 and it goes to 2016 is Gen Z and so that whole that whole era there's about 65 million Gen Zers and all of them definitely just don't really they were never raised in the church yeah because Millennials we were dropping the ball but by now Gen Z but in that all that being said is right now there is a lot of it feels hopeless if you look at it from a worldly standard mm -hmm. because of the, the tension right uh, poli uh, uh, <laughs> politics uh, things with racism things with I mean, you could go down the list of just uh, poverty uh, just so much but at the same time the Lord is obviously moving in America yeah. and he's raising up and he's strengthening the ones that really know him mm. and like I said earlier is 
he's really, the Lord seems to be wanting to make us outward focused like never before. Where real evangelism would begin to fall yeah. and people would take up ownership to share the gospel everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. This this really is a season. All I have to say, I just said a mouthful to just simply say, it is time to re-evangelize America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the biggest thing, and it and it and it works. Yeah. Re-evangelizing America actually works because we're actually seeing souls saved, not just us and our company, yeah. uh, but also so many other friends all across different churches and denominations and nonprofits and, and mission groups. If we share the gospel, people get saved. Yeah. Specifically, even in America, all the more. And so now is not a time to back down. Yeah. It's actually to press forward. Yeah. Um, and it's we have not lost all hope, though it feels hopeless. Right. And so right now, now is the time to unite and unify the church more than ever before. Yeah. And so what we're doing with these gatherings is if we can't go and like gather everybody in hundreds and two hundreds and three hundreds, it's more now time to actually then go to their homes. Yeah. And from their homes, they begin to birth and believe in themselves and birth, birth faith to believe that they can now take yeah. on their community. And so the goal would be to see, like, I mean, house churches pop up everywhere. Not just church attendance in, in, in bigger buildings, but real ownership of yeah. their faith and to take ownership for their cities and towns again. Mm. And from that, 10% or more we're believing for would be launched to the unreached yes. people groups from all those different places. So good. Does that kind of make sense yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, to, to barely add on to that, because I think that captures so much of it, but but I think the one thing I would also add is that, that there's um, a time in a generation right now that's ready to walk in the yeah, opposite yeah. of everyone else, to walk upstream. Okay. Yeah, that's um, true that there there is everything against our community the multiple departments in our community um the hosts the gatherings um that was just saying don't go this way uh you know coronavirus um you know lots of political tension um state by state every code is different everything was saying don't go this way and i just felt i feel like the lord was was searching who are the ones right now who will have faith who has faith? His eyes just searching the nation. Who has faith? Yeah, Who so has true. faith to believe for that? I want to move. And I, I just really believe if the Lord wants to move coming off the tail of 2020 and into 2021 in America, where the soil's supposed to be hard and everything's supposed to be shut down, and he wanted to move in the middle of that, what what else will, will he do? That's so true. What more does he want to do? Yeah. That, I mean, really, he just pointed us. I, I, we're hearing testimonies from all these different states, you know, from, from Oregon, from, from Washington, from New York, supposed to be the most shut down places, and, and souls getting saved. Yeah, it was um, amazing. Yeah. So I, I would just say God is on the move. Yeah. And uh, don't don't believe the... Don't believe the there's real the headlines right that, yeah. that that uh, that ever that we're that we're losing and right. that uh, the the war is is lost yeah. or whatever that may be. No, the war has we been won, won and the battles are being won. Yeah. You just need to go out and, and get involved it's with true. them. So yeah. I would say that's really the word coming off that's of it. It's so faith. Good. It has yeah. to be faith. It is faith. Yeah. yeah, like we're not supposed to shrink back now. No. Yeah. yeah, that's just not what we're, we're not called to do. That's that. not what we're called to do that. And then right now, there's more opportunity than ever before. Yeah. Four souls to be saved, four churches to take on their communities and work together. Yeah. Four mercy ministries. Every every capacity, the opportunity has never been brighter. Yeah. So mm. it's time. Yeah. It's time. And so 
Kona, YWAM, we're doing our part here, but there's so many other organizations yeah. doing it too. I keep on bringing it up just because it's so important to know that like, it's not just us. It's true. But if we band together, we can begin to really see like not just not just national, but global impact yeah. on a different level. And we're doing it as family. It's true. What would you say, and we can wrap up, but like, what would you say to someone listening to this that's like, where do I even start? Maybe they like are living at home or in college or they're listening like what are two steps that someone should take that wants to you, apply you, this to their go life go ahead Zane and I'll share two steps as well so that'll be four steps that's four, four steps, steps. I mean if we start no if worries. we get Nathan in there it could be six SG could take us to eight and Gail to ten but we'll, we'll keep it at four for now uh, and we'll see what happens sure. no I mean the first the first thing uh the first thing I would say seems so basic, and I don't know, there's probably better things we could sit here and think of, but it's just as you begin to ask, um, I would say our first one is to pray. Yeah. Um, you know, dive into Matthew 9. Pray earnestly that the Lord of the harvest would, would thrust forth laborers mm-hmm. and begin to pray that prayer. And the, the problem with praying that prayer is you're, you're in trouble because once you pray it, you have to be the answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, once you, once you pray it, he will answer it. Uh, but first, the first fruits of that will be him answering it with your life. Um, and then as a response to that, so A would be to pray and B would be um, just learning and practicing to communicate the simple gospel. Yeah. There's so many more other things that are amazing things you do to get involved in the move of God. But these two simple things, you do these in any context and you're going to see God move. You pray, Lord, I want to see you move in my community, my high school. Um, I want to see you move in my family, my workplace, thrust forth laborers to here and thrust them forth from here to all the nations yeah. of the earth uh, and then you begin to go okay I'm going to practice sharing the simple gospel creation the fall of man the pain the price of sin uh, the price that that Jesus paid on the cross and that eternal promise for for heaven to be here and for us to be in heaven all, all, all of the above so, so good. just practicing saying those uh, and and you'll watch you, you make a regular habit of sharing that every single day, God's going to start to break out like crazy in your so life. Good. Yeah, so true. I would say, added, just only adding a little bit to that saying is, uh, number three on the list. Hey, three. Now we're in a three. Is you got to do it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. You need to find a one or two or ten buddies and just do it together. And if you don't have that, literally begin to look for community that yeah. can do that with you. You may have to move. Yeah. You may not have to move, but we'll do whatever it takes to find people wow. that are yeah. speaking life and believing. Do whatever it takes to find friends. Yeah. It's you can you could do anything with a few friends. Yeah. Dang. You could do anything. When I even just sorry, I'm gonna go in on three there, Phil. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> he hear him when he says this. Do anything to go and find community that will do this with you. If you need to quit your job right now or leave your school right now to go to a place where you will find those things, whether it's, you know, uh, no, literally, whatever it is, I'm not kidding. Do whatever it takes to go after that. Yeah. Because that will be the key to uh, uh, you you seeing God move. Can I say one thing? Nathan, get in there. I'm sorry. I just have to. This is is Nathan up like everyone. It's so easy. Like, these are, like, obviously quitting your job, quitting school, like, dang, you're probably thinking that's a big ask. But, like, it's not like you're quitting or you're leaving or you're dropping something else to, like, like hop into something that, like, you have knowledge for. Like, you might not have any knowledge, but you can trust and you can know that, like, this is the Lord's heart. Because it says it in the Bible. I mean, it talks about it in these 
culture setting times like in the Bible where this was the emphasis of, you know, like we love life. We love life. We don't want abortion or just things like that that are going on in America. But if like this is something you're wanting to do, you don't have to have a plan for it. You just need to get caught up in God's plan for it. Because his plans are crazy and it's not like this thing that you so have to good, figure man. out it's not a code that you have to crack yep it's just simple yep. obedience that's it that's so good that's so good that's so it that's good dang the, you got the, it the, the fourth thing last thing you Nathan, got it honestly Nathan, i mean we, you should have just did an altar call there <laughs> but but the but the fourth but the fourth thing i would say is just read the bible yeah read the bible literally if you have not read the bible if you're skeptical of the bible if you feel like the bible is outdated or you just feel like you've already kind of read things literally just start over start afresh with an open mind and read the bible from cover to cover yes and just read it do whatever it takes to just read it make a discipline of it and read it till you finish reading the whole bible that's 66 books read all those 66 yes books. and then i guarantee you your life will be fully changed just by doing that alone so true yeah and it'll compel you and bring you to a place of compassion for where you're at, where your family's at, where your friends are at, where the world's at, and you'll have to do something. It'll it'll force you in a loving way into activation. Come on. So good. My final thought, I just felt, if someone's feeling the prophetic fire, just to either pray or give some words for I maybe one person listens to this. I don't know, but if anyone's feeling like I want to release this for yeah, I'll go. Go, Zane. Lord, I jealously ask right now for whoever is listening that you would come and encounter them right now in Jesus' name. Lord, that they would stop believing that you're just a God that loves them and start realizing that you're a God who loves them and a God that likes them too. God, that they would realize you're very alive, you're very active. And you're very much waiting to move in their lives and their communities. And Lord, if there is somebody, that that word, I feel like there's a reason why Phil, myself, and Nathan all need to comment on it. That they need to up and shift their life. That they have a burden for missions. They have a burden for the gospel. They have a burden to see God come alive in their life. That they would lay lay down their uh, uh, current circumstances right now. They'd lay down their school, their job. They lay down uh, their community, whatever it may be, that you are burdening them to, to become a part of something bigger. Yeah. Not a part of just some organization, but that, that they would grip into the story of God yeah. right now. And I just, man, if that's you, I, I urge you, just say yes to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Say yes to the Lord. I promise you will benefit for it, from it for the next 60, 70, yeah. 80, 90 years unto eternity, saying I laid down my life when it wasn't easy. We love you guys. Bless you. That's it. I felt like that was right on. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Exile Citizens. I hope it blessed you and that it filled you with expectancy for the hour that we're living in and for our nation.